Chapter 1 Jory, my favorite Phoenician pirate, understood everything about my latest mission except for two things, the how and the why. To hunt a harpy is a good and noble act, but to capture one and bring it across the sea, this is madness. Probably, but it's the best way I know to get five hundred drachma together in a hurry. He shook his head as if giving me up for lost and toyed with a couple of loose stones atop the seawall where we sat. This cage you mean to build, I've never heard of such a thing. Will it be strong enough? I don't really know. No one's ever tried this before. Other people are wise sometimes. No, no, Eno, my friend, it is madness. But you'll take me there? Jory tends to fidget when he doesn't want to give a straightforward yea or nay. It's the merchant in him. He always wants to make a deal, and you don't get what you want as a trader by saying yes or no without every detail hashed out. That's why, when he gets fed up with negotiations, he turns back to piracy. Piracy's simple. Surely you must know someone who can lend you this money. Like who? You've done much work for important people. What about that rich merchant from Carthage? Or King Lycamon? He was very grateful. My turn to shake my head. A king's gratitude lasts as long as the walk from the steps of his throne to his front gate. I've never had one yet hand me a basket and the keys to his treasury with orders to help myself. But you saved him from poison. Poison administered by his favorite concubine. He was glad to know what was behind all the vomiting, but he hated giving her up. The queen was pleased. Maybe she'll give you the money. She wasn't that pleased. She'd offered something, all right. But after witnessing what the king did to his would-be poisoner, I didn't wait around to find out what he did to men who committed adultery with his queen. I told her that I was for hire, but not interested in that kind of work, and slipped out a window when the king came in through the bedroom door. A couple of months ago I got a message from her reminding me that Lycomon had gone off to Troy with most of the other rulers of Greek city-states, and was wondering if I was still available for hire. I told her my rates had gone up, and I'm waiting to hear whether it was a real job or just more fun and games. In the loose conglomeration of states, alliances, defeats, and victories that is Hellas, there's a definite pecking order. Astride the top of the heap stand the Olympian gods, family of Zeus the Mighty. Quarrelsome, proud, immortal. Their family troubles often affect the mortal population, almost never to the benefit of the poor working slob who just wants to get his catch in or the harvest safely under cover. There are more gods beyond the Olympians. Gods of rain, of wind, of dreams, of sleep. Naiads live in water, dryads live in trees, maenads roam the mountains, any one of which can trip a man up and ruin his life. Between gods and mortals are the heroes, men of might and valor clad in supernatural armor and unending self-satisfaction. They're usually related in some degree to the Olympian they're fighting against or for. The gods admire them as the finest examples of humankind, though that doesn't always prevent heroes from coming to a sticky end. Their stories are the stuff of legend, told and retold around countless fires. Emulating them is an excellent way to wind up dead. So what's a farmer or petty king to do when all the heroes are off fighting somewhere else? Somewhere like Troy, for instance. The battle for Troy has been good for my business. With most of the big-name heroes off salvaging Menelaus's pride, wounded by a wandering wife, who are you going to summon to battle the monsters rampaging through your vineyards and carrying off your maidens? What about the guy who'd posted the following in the marketplace? Hero for hire. 
All monsters dispatched from carnivorous geese to minotaurs. Special rates for multiples. Eno the Thracian at the sign of the ram's head, one flight up. But, to be a bit vain myself, I'm more than your average sword-swinger. Let's say you're a nice young prince, new to the ruling game, and you've got this chief vizier with a square beard and a twisted mind. Sure, you could just hack off his head and hire a fresh face, but there's something about the job that turns an ordinary civil servant into a gibbering, war-whooping maniac with eyes for your wife, your daughter, or your throne. Throw in a few magical powers and you're going to find yourself in need of some muscle. Muscle alone is all very well, but muscle that can outthink the traps, monsters, and mental trickery old weird beard is thrown around his fortress of death is easily worth an extra five drachma per day, plus expenses. I'm getting a reputation for being that man.